Welcome to Record Crimes. In each episode, we'll be getting into anything from copyright legal battles, crimes committed by people in the music industry, and and everything everything in between. People in the music industry? Doing illegal things? Really? I just did it because you said undercover. Okay, you're right. Okay. Okay. My brain cells are dying as we speak. Can you just switch from the I'm Pink just going, Panther to Mission Impossible? I'm going through all my um my Mission Impossible like things. The Incredibles doesn't count, but they have very similar music. Yeah, definitely. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello. Hi. Dude, it's our 40th episode. Oh my gosh. Did I look up words that rhymed with 40 for this? Because we did a dirty Wait, 30. Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm going to I'm gonna list some. Okay, go for it. 40. <laughs> Morty. Lordy. I, I just opened. What? I just opened the site that I used to search these um, words. And this is the pop-up I got. Not size matters. Not throwing it back to the last episode. Hello? Okay, add. Um, um, okay, you said Morty. Morty, co- cohort. Cohorty. Um, adore me. I'm doing near rhymes now. I'm not even. T- I know you have songwriter's brain, so you're better <laughs> at this than I am. Forty. Chor- no, that's chortle. I was thinking of that. You know that like, is that the word when it's like a type of laugh chortle? chortle what's the word i'm finding charcoal no it's like it's like a chortle that's like a type of laugh sound i think okay new word webster's dictionary word of the day doesn't rhyme with 40 doesn't matter um i got corky corky corgi corgi shorty shorty 40 sporty sporty 40 i like lordy 40 think that one's kind of fun warty I was trying to avoid that one. I that was the first one that came to mind, and I said not that one. I, I won't say like, that one because I ew. like your cohorty forty. <laughs> That's my favorite. This is like the co like a cohort. Yeah, we are a cohort, and they, you audience members, are the rest of our cohort. Cohorty forty. Cohorty forty. Sure. How are you? <laughs> I just got back from Hawaii. I know. And the weather was nice. And the highlight of my trip, I was snorkeling in this bay. Okay. And it's a bay that's like cut off from the rest of the peninsula. And there's a beautiful reef. And you don't even need to go that far off the beach to like where the reef starts. Okay. So I go out and... I went like a little bit further out, but not quite as far as like where the peninsula ends because there's a bad, bad rip current Mm -hmm. that goes right through there. So I was within the sanctioned area, but it was like calm enough to where like the waves weren't crashing down on the 
reef, if that makes sense. So it's like calmer yeah. water. Yeah. So I was out there and the corals, beautiful. I'm always like very scared to like come across a coral reef because like sun bleaching and like pollution. Yeah. But this part was very like there was green brain coral, which I've never seen like Ooh. up close. And there was like other like yellow corals and stuff. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. And they had like mussels and barnacles on them and stuff. And there were like fishies of all shapes and sizes and colors. But the highlight was that I got far out enough to where it was the calm water. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just going slow, perusing. And then in front of me, Mm -hmm. I see this parrotfish. What the fuck is that? What is that? It is a beautiful fish. I I can show you the specific one i know there's multiple types but the point is is that like parrotfish are huge oh this one was blue and like orange 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 hold on i thought you were gonna tell me Mm. how you saw a shark no i wish because that would have been can you lie to me and tell me that you saw a shark (sighs) no because i probably would be like like, I would have already, like, told you. That's so true. Um, you would have texted me in the water. Okay. So this is, like... Oh. Okay. She's beautiful. Yeah. So it's, like, blue oh, and why orange. why is it smiling? So it has a beak. I don't like that face. Because it has to eat the coral. So it has a strong beak at the end of its mouth to, like, help it break down the coral. No, I'm sorry. That face... Act- oh, <laughs> no. I'm actually scared of that no. one. That one looks this like, isn't the one i saw that looks like if someone was like draw a fish but make it kind of scary yeah make it kind of menacing it's that's got what a i would creepy smile for sure it's got like uh one of those like uh dead-eyed smile smile <laughs> types you know the type yeah. um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well that's so, cool how big was it so this one was like like a football size. Oh, wow. But if you expanded like three inches on either side. Oh. Huge. Damn. So I saw this parrotfish and I was like, oh my God, it's so big. Mm-hmm. If I stay still, maybe it'll come close to me. And then as soon as it started inching, maybe like 10 feet away from me. Okay. Pretty close. I was able to like hold on to some of the corals to like anchor myself. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as it started getting close to me. Right behind it were like 13 other parrotfish. <gasps> so a huge school Shut of these up. parrotfish that were massive. Oh, that's Just came fuck. and they were like eating the coral right by me. And I was like freaking out. They were like. <laughs> I was like. Ah! I was like, oh, my God, the fishes. And last time I was in Hawaii when I snorkeled, I that was like the first time I had been snorkeling. Oh, really? In, in, like, the ocean. Right, right. You know, we all practice in a pool, but it's not the same. I mean, what else are we training for? What else are we training for? Diving for rings. Literally. (laughs) um, But that time, I Mm -hmm. saw a sea turtle, and I haven't been able to top the sea turtle. I know. I. But the parrotfish, they were very fun for someone that That loves the ocean. Yeah. No, that is very cool. I would be a little afraid, um, but I think, like, only the close-up of that fish was kind of menacing. Oh, I think yeah, I from afar, I'd be like, ah, no, no. similar to you. Yeah, no, the fish are definitely like, assim- not assimilated, but like, they're, they'll come up to you to a certain extent. Oh, they're kind of like, uh, I, I'm still afraid of you, yes, but like, I but know I'll you're like, here. But I can like swim under you. Yeah. But I'm not going to like sit here and let you pet me oh, type no, of no, thing. No. 
So they get like close enough if you like don't make any sort of movements. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I was like trying to do. I was like trying not to make like any ripples in the water that they mm-hmm. would feel just so I could like sit and watch them. And I probably was waiting in that one spot for like five minutes. It was a long time. Wow. I know. It was so cool. And I was like, oh my God. I love that a lot for you. And then I had a lot of good food, mm-hmm. a lot of Kalua pork, which love. is for my vegan that I'm talking to. It still sounds good. Like it when is. you guys were explaining it, I was like, that sounds good. It's that the way yummy. that like it barbecues, they use like banana leaves. Yeah. And so like it seeps the flavor from that among other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a huge poi stan. Yeah. Which is yeah. mashed up taro root for anyone that doesn't know, but it's purple mm-hmm. and it goes great with anything over there. Real. And I just want to like slurp it up. <laughs> so good so yeah so no it was it was short it was like a really short turnaround because you know the holidays and yeah. work and stuff right. but it was it was a little escape Clarice vacay moment yeah that's nice I'm really glad to hear that I love a snorkel moment especially Clarice ocean lover snorkel moment so there has to be a picture of me with this snorkel on somewhere I can imagine it's so vivid you just like look like the type of person who would like have a snorkel on her face yeah like in public like at a bank mm-hmm. like for sure yeah just like, like oh, anywhere every day is normal and then Clarice comes like flip-flopping in <laughs> my snorkel you like have to walk backwards because you're like gonna fall I'd you're like, not practiced yet <laughs> i'd like to deposit a check please you're like hi i'm here for um i'm gonna open a bank account and I they're like they're like 911. i already pressed the button but i'm actually so scared right now so i'm just gonna call you too <laughs> they're gonna call you the In- snorkeler stealer snorkeler hold on i was gonna say snorkeler strangler but yeah that, that's you, where i was going well but i don't want to strangle if yeah if you're like in the bank i was picturing more of like a bank robber but with a snorkel maybe like on. the sn- like the snorkel the snorkeler streaker snorkeler maybe it could be naked smuggler Ooh, the snork no mm. snorkeler Stealer, no. Once we get this, everything's gonna be right in the world. I this, know this it. This goes with my my outfit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I. <laughs> she has this big trucker hat on, I and got it's it like from covering her eyes. It's it's like the shadow cast only over her eyes. It's very spooky, very um, Pink Panther esque, where she's like undercover. Hey, it kind of goes with my story. But okay. Anyway, how was your weekend? It was fine. It just kind of was like normal people weekend i worked our friend harsha won an emmy everyone yeah, clap that's nuts everyone so. clap harsha so i went out <laughs> i went out with them to celebrate um which was very fun that was a good time we just kind of chilled i wanted to play pool that night but Ooh. where'd you go <sighs> we didn't play pool um we went to laurel tavern which oh. i've never been to nope. i didn't know they had pool there they don't i oh. wanted to play pool but gotcha. of course, we have to celebrate in the Emmy winner. Well, of no, course, it has kidding. to be all about the Emmy winner. <laughs> whatever. You think you're cool? Party, you want Emmy? <laughs> <laughs> I want to play pool. I want to play pool. <laughs> no, though, it was fun, though. He was very excited. And um, yeah, and we just kind of chilled. And then I s- watched the first half of the first, or I don't get the numbers, the first in release order Star Wars movie. Okay, work. But then um, Dylan, Gabe and I were watching it with Dylan, and he fell asleep. So then he was part of the reason we started watching it. So mm-hmm. I was like, 
Let's pause. Yes. So, um, yeah, I thought that was the one that I had seen before, but it's not. I've seen the one with, like, young... There's, like, a young kid in the beginning in, like, mm-hmm. a little hut. Yes. But I have seen Rogue One. So seeing the first, mm. um, like, 20 minutes of the... What's the one? The Hope? New Hope? Last Hope? The what's, new A New Hope. That's the first one, right? Yes. Techni- or the fourth. I don't get the numbers. Don't yeah, tell me. Don't fine. try to explain it to me, please. <laughs> please um, don't. Seeing the the like context behind like the end of Rogue One was very interesting because mm-hmm. I, it was explained to me like in great detail when I saw Rogue One in the theaters, right. but I really didn't have like any context <laughs> for like what was actually happening yeah. or like the universe. It could have been so much, you know, they really had to make it difficult with the release and the different movie numbers. Like, just they didn't like really don't have number to. them if you're going to do all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, that's just my opinion. But yeah, exactly. why'd they put the episode numbers on right. there? It's not really like incredibly important to the. They just had to be extra, you know? The, yeah. Oh, anyway. Drama. I have a hard time wa- watching like movies or like movie series. Like, I can't watch like the Lord of the Rings series because like it's too. I can't, I don't, well, in, in, it doesn't like grip me in the way where I'm like, I want to learn everything about this different land mm-hmm. and all the backstory behind why, what this land right. and universe is like, it's too, it's, it's, it's very, too it's, much. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's too much. And it's also like in your defense, the Lord of the Rings movies are like some of the longest movies to exist on planet earth. I had, and they someone are made so, me sit down and watch the yep. first one, the director's cut, which is oh. like four and a half hours yep. long, maybe. And I had to watch it in like five different chunks because I literally was like, please that checks out. shoot me. Yeah, that's so. see, it's a lot. And also like those movies, they're there for the long haul. I know. I just, so they're I not there I to think keep, I can yeah, do that. Yeah. Like you have, oh man. And I've only ever, I love Lord of the Rings and I also love Star Wars, but I have to be in the mood to like sit down yeah. and watch them. Or I have to be in the mood to just like play them in the background while I'm doing things and just be okay with like not paying attention to it it's one or the other i think uh my thing with star wars is that i've never been uninterested in uh the like cheesy sci-fi of it all right um because i grew up watching a lot of cheesy sci-fi mm-hmm. like shows but i think it's like the fact that i'm like okay i have to sit down and like understand the political climate of this universe and why like you know and like and all the different creatures that are like integrated Gosh, into their Star society Wars. Why do i, I have just, to like, learn about the racism and political <sighs> life so, of the universe and i'm like i don't get the hierarchy of like the the princess there's only one princess <sighs> where i have there's two princesses i guess <laughs> I don't really, Leia, yeah, like I don't. I don't yeah. There's, but like well, I've never heard of like King. I've never heard other. of King so and so or oh, okay. or, or Prince. Like yeah. I've only heard two princesses. So like, what's what's that royal hierarchy about? Anyway, amazing for a different podcast. For a different podcast. But um, there's I think podcasts. I'll like it once I once I do sit down and like watch yeah. more of it. But like, it's um a little difficult to get to that starting point. I agree. We'll have to make plenty of snacks. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get some sodies. Some sodies. And we'll go to town. Yeah. Um, before you start your story, I have a Christmas present for you. Yes. It's not the one that I originally had bought. Because um, I bought it and was expecting it to come yesterday. Mm. And it's still not here. So um, I bought this one and it came overnight. Wow. So... 
I wanted to at least give you something before we didn't Aww. see each other. Um, and it also says on the front, it says to Miss Piggy, love Kermie. Yeah. With oh, hearts Kermie. over the eyes. With hearts over the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to. Here, I'll hold the mic like you did with me. Oh, that's right. That's right. I also love shiny wrapping paper. Flip it around. Yeah, I know. I'm like afraid. I used your like tape one side down thing. What is it? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to kill someone. It's a candle warmer. Yeah. And it fits most of your favorite scented jar candles. No flame, no smoke, no soot. AKA, I lit my apartment on fire. <laughs> she lit her apartment on fire with a tea with candle. A tea light. And Alyssa cannot stand the sound of my flickering candle. I hate it a lot. She keeps things over it, and I get afraid that she's going to continually burn things with it so this is I do, so funny i do also know that this like makes your candles last longer i oh, allegedly because of the way that it releases the oils yeah Ooh, and I like, like um i guess people say that the smell like is like nicer okay. like in your candle yeah. i don't really know great for kitchens bedrooms bathrooms or those concerned with smoke damage or fire danger that's me which is <laughs> Did you get a matching one? Um, I actually, well, I bought a few and was just like kind of going to give them to some people, but I wanted to keep one for myself, but then I had to buy another one because I was like, oh wait, Clarice absolutely needs this more than anyone, you know? <laughs> Man, you set your apartment on fire one time. Dude, I'm surprised one it hasn't time. happened more, knock on wood, you know? Knock on wood. Well, now it won't. Now I don't have to stay up at night being like... Is Clarice's apartment on fire because she left her whack ass candle on? Yeah, that's I'm just like, what's that dog mean where he's like sitting in the burning yeah, house? That's he's you. like, this is fine. This is fine. It's never happened before. I've, it's so never like happened. it's never happened. But that's Clarice's thing. Anytime I'm like Clarice, I'm worried about this thing you're doing. She's like, but it's never happened but to me before, so happens, it's fine. So it won't happen. I don't know. I honestly think that's Ate a Leo thing. That's a yes. Leo thing. I've yes. never had a Leo be like. That's great advice. Thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention. It's always been like, well, I've always done this and it's always been fine. So it will probably always be fine. It's like, girl, get a grip. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> okay. I appreciate this. This is a great gift. I hope it, I hope it like is nice. Like, Yeah, we're going to have to try it out. Yeah. Um, Let's light her up. Okay. But my other gift is like probably some of my best work. Wow. And it's not like silly funny. I think you're like actually going to be excited about it. Wow. I pride myself on being a terrible gift giver. Yeah. So I don't give a lot of like Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. I think I killed it with this one this okay, year. Okay, work. Hey, I love <laughs> I love um the confidence in a gift. I really do think you're going to enjoy it. Um I'm also wearing my Yeah, her pasta necklace looks so good. I love her. It's sitting very well. I love her so much. So excited. Except I've noticed with some outfits, mm-hmm. if I wear it, it looks like I have a little bow tie on circa like 2012. <sighs> oh, no. So like I do have to kind of like we style have to it, it carefully. That's fair. This I feel like is You fine. can also like add to it, you know, like wear yeah. more than one. Yes. Gif. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm um, excited to hear what you've brought today. Yeah. No, this story is a bit different oh. than what we're used to. You always bring the kind of funky ones. Because I didn't 
realize this was a problem and it totally makes sense that it was a problem. Okay. Um but also, as we know, this year my new year's resolution was to read 25 books and I've surpassed that. You've read like 60 now, haven't well, you? Well, that's my goal. Oh. So I have two more left, so I'm on book number 59. Ooh. Um, but the majority of my books have been like who done it yeah or like murder mysteries or anything sure. crime related yeah agatha christie has me i in was a gonna say hold. you like went on like a agatha christie run for a while oh my god i'm, I'm still getting oh, you're through still her on stuff. her she has like Love 80 it. plus books i know so i have a christie chokehold if you will <laughs> um not the christie chokehold <laughs> yeah but i thought in honor of my new year's resolution that i actually did I would bring a little tale of mystery. Oh. And, um... I got you on the cold case bug. Yes. Well, this... (laughs) Not to spoil anything. This mystery is solved. Oh, phew. But it was like, ooh. But it's crazy. Yes. Are you going to give me any context? Yes. Okay, thank you. You ready? I knew you would. Okay, so this... This tale this week. (laughs) This is the mystery of the stolen Stradivarius. Which is a violin, a type of violin, but not just any type of violin. Stradivarius violins are some of the best and most famous handcrafted violins known to man. Oh. It's like very specific craft brand type of thing. Oh. Is it Um, like a special sound and stuff mm -hmm. too? It has its own different sound and everything. But in this case, or I should say, not in this case, but... This case is the most interesting out of a few because it's more than just like the piece of history being talked about. It's also like art theft. I love learning Mm -hmm. about art theft. We lived in Boston, the biggest art theft yeah, happened the at the Gardner Is- Museum. Victoria. Isabella. Isabella Gardner Museum. Sorry, Victoria. Still unsolved, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I, I think that's a, I think it is solved, but we're, we're just not being told. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> what? Sorry, conspiracy theorist of it all. We but have our tin helmets. Yes, always. Okay. I'm excited. This is yes. fun. Yes. All right. So let's get into this case. Okay. So I'm going to set the scene. There's a Vanity Fair article that said it real well. Okay. So I'm just going to open it with they said. Love it. So quote, maybe it wasn't the crime of the century, but it definitely was the crime of the century in Milwaukee. <laughs> the city known for beer, bratwurst, the brewers, and frighteningly large portions at German restaurants had never been a hotbed of headlines. But this made national and world news not seen since the days of the city's own serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. I was going to say, I really don't know much about Milwaukee, except for like there's like one or two serial killers that are like huge there. And that's only that's the last time it made world news was like Jeffrey Dahmer, which is spooky. That is spooky. Okay, so in January of 2014, after a concert... Concert master Frank Almond of the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra was exiting the concert hall building out the back door. And for those that don't know, the concert master 
is a term to mean the first chair violin, a.k.a. the player that the whole orchestra tunes to and who often gets the most solos and features. It's basically a flex of skill compared to the other players. Yeah, real. <laughs> like if you're concert master, like you are main bitch. Mm-hmm. And the concert master, like if you ever go to see an orchestra, when they stand up. Stand up and be like, man. Uh-huh, and they lead the movement. So like when the conductor mm. comes out, the concert master sits to the conductor's left yeah. in the front row. And they will be the first person to stand up. And then they will be the last person to stand down because they bow to the conductor and the conductor bows to them. It's like a whole court-like thing. It's very... And then they kiss. And then they make out. They give a little smooch to each other and then they sit down and begin the piece. Yes. So (laughs) Frank Almond is kind of a big deal in the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. I mean, if you think about like how many orchestras there are in the States, like one per like main city, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So he's, he's a big deal of a player. Sure. So as... Almond walked to his car. A man approached, pulled a taser from his coat, and fired. And with Almond temporarily incapacitated by the stun gun taser, this thief grabbed his violin and fled to a waiting vehicle. Oh. And hours later, Milwaukee Police Department officers found the violin case discarded by the side of the road. Oh, no. So this thief stole almond's violin but it wasn't just any violin almond was gifted with the lipinski strad stradivarius made by antonio stradivari in 1715 and later named for the polish violinist carol lipinski who played it so this was a 300 year old stradivarius violin valued at more than five million dollars jesus yes And these instruments, the Stradivarius instruments, not just violins, but Mm -hmm. instruments in general, are worth so much because Mm -hmm. there's only about 650 left in the whole world. Wow. That's insanity. Yes. So for those that were like aware of this like violin, it was essentially a piece of musical history and art that was still in amazing condition and being used for live performances and still is to this day. Wow. Yes. So it's a living piece of history, if you will. That would that would freak me out. Oh, like I know dude, like yeah. people are very serious about their instruments and like mm-hmm. taking care of it, especially at that level. But like I feel like how would you not like poop your pants every time you like bring that thing out? Exactly. Because one wrong move, like, mm-hmm. hello. Hello. So Wait, um, also, are you yes. saying almond like the nut? Yeah, like okay. almond like the nut, yes. Love it. Spelled the exact same way. Mr. Almond. Mr. Almond. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go into a little history. Okay. So Antonio Stradivari was born in 1644 and established his shop in Cremona, Italy, where he remained active until his death in 1737. His interpretation of geometry and design for the violin has served as like the main conceptual model for violin makers for more than... 250 years so the way that he like all the way down to like the shape it was like the hollowness like where things connected the look of it Mm -hmm. mostly credited to him oh wow okay yes Stradivari also made harps guitars violos and cellos more than 1100 instruments in all by like a current estimate Mm -hmm. and about 650 of these instruments are still surviving like I said before in addition, like thousands of violins have been made in tribute to Stradivari, copying his models and his bearing labels, and they even read Stradivarius sometimes. 
So the presence of a Stradivarius label in a violin has no bearing on whether the instrument is genuine or not because of all these tributes. Okay. So if anyone like wants to like be sure, like they can go check with an expert and you like can find authenticated or yeah whatever. exactly yeah, yeah. exactly. Also, the Smithsonian has a bunch of these instruments, the Stradivarius instruments, and they occasionally host concert. Oh. Or sorry, host concerts and educational demonstrations so you can hear what a group of Stradivarius instruments together sounded like back in the day. And it also like ensures that the instruments are well taken care of and yeah. played yeah. so they like they don't you know, get all messed up or whatever. Or old and yeah, unused. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. So they keep them alive, essentially. That is super cool. And that's cool. someone in the Smithsonian. So I was like thinking about this. I'm like, if I ever have like, uh, if I ever want to do this, mm-hmm. I'll just freaking work for the Smithsonian with all this like instrument preservation. It is so cool to me. I know it is very cool. Like anything like the old, even like old like vi- like painting mm-hmm. res- restoration. Yeah, I'm always like, I could watch videos of that this and I've, I've actually seen people work on like really old pianos and stuff yeah. like that. Like there's like a bunch of videos of these people like showing like how they restore these old instruments. It's so, it's like one of those like satisfying vids because yes. you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I think like we forget like even us being as immersed as we are in music, I forget about the history and the preservation of it all sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And then when I hear about like crazy numbers, like only 650 left in the whole world. Yeah. That is so little. Like, oh my God, it's nuts. Yeah. Compared to the amount of like other violins, even insane. Insane. You think about all the violins you see? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Okay. So Almond had the Lipinski Stradivarius. So let's talk about Lipinski for a second. He was a Polish music composer and virtuoso violinist active during the partitions of Poland, which was when Poland was being divided into sovereign states, like somewhat being conquered and annexed by Russia. And it was this whole turbulent thing. So it was in that part of the Polish history. Okay. So because of that, he traveled and lived all over Europe. Mm -hmm. Italy, Germany, UK, France, Poland, you name it. So he was the owner of two violins, one made in 1715 by Antonio Stradivari and the other by Giuseppe Guardinari, yeah, Del Gessu. So both instruments are referred to as X Lipinski or like Lipinski Strad, like I said before, like they named it. Right. And both of these instruments are still around today and preserved. Naturally, most of Lipinski's compositions were for violin. These include four violin concertos. There was a fifth, but it is lost, which is crazy. Damn. Two string trios, as well as polonaises, rondos, variations, capriccios, all types of movements. Those are Italian words. All you need to know <laughs> is that they're different types. It's almost like, like a tango is like a dance. Sure, yeah. So different style, yeah. different movement. And he also composed several songs and harmonized some popular Polish tunes. He's like, well, I'm famous. I'm going to make Polish music famous. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like polkas. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like violin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Exactly like that. (laughs) Everyone sample that. (laughs) Okay. So both of these people, Stradivari and Lipinski, have seriously pushed music forward, like into the forms and the pieces that we admire today. And here is this concert master in Milwaukee 
who was gifted one of the two vi- Lipinski violins in history, in the world, mm-hmm. and in all the places, Milwaukee, he just left his concert on his way to his car in was tased, and someone rode off with this piece of art, leaving the case behind on the road, which made me nervous to think about because an instrument without its case... Oh my god! I had like yeah, no, like literally, a, like a especially one that old too, where you're like, <gasps> literally, I'm like, oh my god! It's like if break. they were, if they wanted to steal that to like sell, like why wouldn't you want something to protect, protect it? it? What the fuck is wrong with I you? I guess in twenty 20- no, in twenty fourteen they did. Did we have like stuff to like track stuff? Not like an air tag, but similar. not like an air tag. Yeah. but we'll we'll see in a second. Okay. I'm going to, like, pull a few quotes, like, as we go along, like, that were recounted, like, after the fact. Okay. But help kind of, like, describe the scene at hand. So, like, at the time of, like, him talking to the police and, like, recounting, you know, his before taser moment, (laughs) pre-taser, he was, like, Almond states, I sort of walk briskly to my car and I notice an unusual Scooby-Doo looking van backed in next to my car and it was running. So he notices this weird ass car. See, really only a man would continue to walk to the car once they see that scene. A Scooby-Doo because van, like yeah. as soon as I saw I would see like a big yeah. van running right next to my fucking car, I'd be like, that's not my car anymore. I'm gonna <laughs> like, walk back into like, this anyways, hall. Yeah. Literally. Special agent Dave Bass, who was a member of the art crime team. In the Milwaukee division. I want to be there. He said, quote, there is an automatic assumption the violin would be traveling interstate than most likely overseas. So as soon as it was reported and they kind of got like the rundown, they're like, oh, shit. Like someone's probably trying to smuggle this somewhere. Oh, totally. So they jumped on it. They were like APV send out hashtag old violin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And according to Almond... He tried to impress upon them the urgency of the situation. Whoever had just taken the violin might as well be on their way to the airport as the first step in getting it out of the city and selling it. But at the time, they were unsure of the significance and the monetary value of the instrument, as cops would probably be unaware of anything musical yeah. whatsoever. They're like, so what does it even look like? And it reminds me of like that one uncle or cousin that like at your holiday party like for me playing the tenor sax like Mm -hmm. always have one that would not be able to differentiate that between like the trombone yeah so they'd always ask me they'd be like how's the trombone (laughs) i was like i don't play that they're like oh i thought you played the trumpet and i was like you said trombone a second ago (laughs) i was like the tenor saxophone they're like oh yeah that one they're trying so hard it's awesome oh my god let alone (laughs) The fact that this instrument is worth six million. So they're like, how can it be worth six million dollars? I don't understand. Yeah. And why would someone want to steal this? Are you sure? Probably gaslighting the fuck out of him. Yeah. But then, you know, the uh art crime team came on and they're like, Is oh, that no. like part of the police department? So I, there's be. like a I guess there's like a bureau in like every major city. Because there kind of has to be with like, you know, the art museums and stuff. Okay. So there's like that type of but it's not like- crime division. But it's, like, part of the police department? Yeah. They're, like, police officers, but, on, like, de- they're, like, detectives, but only for art crimes? Yeah, I believe so. That's kind of cool. Yeah, right. very niche. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, aware of the cultural significance of the violin and 
that time was of the essence, right? The Milwaukee Police Department swiftly marshaled in its forces and requested the FBI's assistance tracking down possible leads outside of Wisconsin. Yes. See, I can see that being part of, like, the FBI's team. Exactly. Yeah. So the the investigation picked up many notches after that. Mm -hmm. There were those who questioned the priorities of the department and expending such manpower for finding a six million dollar violin that a lot of people were like at the end of the day it's still a violin Mm -hmm. during this like there was a period before this all happened too in which two homicides happened in the city and it did not sit right with critics given the number of detectives who had been assigned to the violin case Mm. versus the lack that have been Right to the homicides. Right, right. It does say that the case, the homicides were solved. Okay. But people were like very vocal about that. Yeah. I can. Which makes I, sense. I, yeah, I, I get that. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But the d- police department and like the head of the police department definitely vocalized and felt otherwise. Well, saying, they're kind of different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saying it wasn't the dollar value of the violin, but it's sim. I'm oh, sorry. It's sim. I can't say that word. Let's try that again. It wasn't the dollar value of the violin, but its symbolic value as a piece of history that could never be replaced, which is very true. There was also the issue of who would buy a $6 million violin after it was stolen. Bass, who was the art yeah, FBI the art bureau. Guy. Yeah. Um, he did not think there was a dealer in the world who would touch it because it was so hot. Yeah. Like right after, right? As for the theory that a collector might want it, even if he could never display it to anyone, Bass pointed out that collectors live to show off what they have collected. Mm-hmm. He also said that the use of a taser didn't add up because he thought it was very, or Bass thought it was very odd and unsophisticated, saying that like the risk high, or the high risk that it would like not work if you weren't like familiar with it or that like and, someone like, would see it. Like, yeah. Like see why that would someone want to take that chance? Happen. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's not like a heist where they're going it. Sorry. I just keep going back to the Isabella Gardner museum exactly. because like there's like actual, didn't that also happen in 2014? I don't know. Am I making that up? I should have, I should have looked it up. Can I you thought... look it up right now? It's going to, it's going to piss me off. No, it was quite a while before that. Oh, when was it? 1990. Why did I think it was in the two thousands? Because we learned about it in the 2000s. I guess so, but like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it says 1990. All right, whatever. Anyways, 13 works of art were stolen. I think yeah. something was found in the 2010s, like one thing, but like yes, they didn't. I they think don't that's know what how. you're thinking of. Um, yeah, I I understand how that um, the risk of like it's very like it seems unorganized in the exactly. in the kind of like criminal profiler right. kind of way. Not and just, they that's the thing like they profile art yes no exactly i mean they kind of have to which is crazy yeah um it's just like another level of crime well there's like a huge like black market Mm -hmm. for like stolen price stolen priceless artwork yeah like there's a price for priceless and like half of them are just like in like rich people's homes just like hanging Mm -hmm. up in their in their gallery yeah being like how did you get that and they're like don't don't ask questions bitch Oh, God. So, yeah. So, he was, like, noticing all these, like, kind of red flags with the situation at hand. But he's also, like, no one wants to collect it right now if it's too hot because they are narcissists who love to show it off. Okay. Also, very weird that he used a taser. Maybe we should look into that. So, special agents Tim 
Bisworm and Brian Dew began gathering information about the weapon used in the robbery, the taser, mm-hmm. which led to one of the big breaks in the case. In fact, only one of the two barbs that were fired broke Almond's skin. The other lodged in his jacket. So the taser used on Almond shot out dozens of confetti-sized identification tags, thereby enabling the FBI to track down where the taser had been purchased online and the owner on record. I have a theory of where this is going, but I'd like you to continue before I state that theory. Um, So using this evidence found at the crime scene, the agents were able in a few days to trace the weapon from the manufacturer to the purchaser, a Milwaukee barber named Universal Knowledge Allah. That's his name? That's his name. Uh, His, okay. Yes. Okay. That's not where I thought that was going. (laughs) No, I know. Okay. And it ultimately led to a distributor in Texas who supplied the name and address of the purchaser. So. Mr. Universe. Mr. Universal. Worldwide. The original worldwide. Just kidding. Not the original. Don't disrespect Um, people like that ever again. Um, Police Captain Jeff Point, the lead supervisor on this case, immediately assumed that it was a dead end because he said, how could anyone have a name like that? I would probably think the same thing, to be completely honest with you, because when you said that, I thought you were talking about like a manufacturer, maybe like an odd. So this they, they contacted the people in Texas. They're like, cool, this is the name of the guy that bought it. And they're like, that's not a real name. So they were about to leave that, go cold. Okay. At the same time, the investigation was in high gear, and there was a $100,000 reward available and sent out to the masses. And police received a tip regarding Milwaukee resident Sala Salahayden. Um, a week after the robbery, Ala and Salahayden were arrested and charged locally. But the violin and the two valuable bows with it were still missing. Damn. Ala, or Uni, so not Universal, but Uni. I might just call him that. Okay. He was known that to his friends. Was a barber and a Tupperware consultant. Tupperware? Yep. Hoping to crack the middle-aged housewife party market. (laughs) He was trying to start an MLM for Tupperware. Yes. (laughs) Girl. He blabbed about details of the robbery. Oh no. To a customer who coughed him up to the police. On out of all the intimate conversations that you can have with your hairdresser mm-hmm. or your barber. Yeah. That's can you imagine going in for a haircut and being like, the FBI is literally looking for you, homie. Why are you bestowing yeah. this information on me? And it was also important to note that he said he was not at the scene that night. That was part of his story to this customer. Okay. Yes. But he was like, I orchestrated that. <laughs> yes. I orchestrated And then here's some more. You didn't laugh at my pun. I just got it. <laughs> okay. So on February 2nd, like a month after. Okay. An off-duty Milwaukee police officer ran into someone he apparently knew from the street, a.k.a. undercover. Okay. <laughs> um, this witness said he had gotten his hair cut by Uni the day before at the barbershop called First Impressions, where there was a lot of chatter about who would be stupid enough to do something like this since you could not 
readily sell it. Yeah, you'd really have to sit on that for a while. Mm-hmm. So it also did not help when a former inmate who years before had been in the same Wisconsin prison as Salah Hayden, and he was sniffing a reward for the return of the violin. So he said in an email to the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra that Salah Hayden had talked in prison about stealing a Stradivarius. So he didn't even send an email to the police. He sent it to the orchestra. I was like, okay. I've been in jail with this guy before who was talking in jail years ago that he was trying to steal a Stradivarius violin. That he was trying to or he did? That he was trying to. He, okay. So they're like, maybe it's this guy because he was talking about it years before. That's such a... These okay. people out here be snitching though. Yeah, a lot of like, snitches. Damn. I do have to say I love like a jailhouse confession moment because I'm like, they just like... Those types of criminals, like, that are just, like, I want everyone to know that this was me so I yes. can have, like, the big fame moment. They yes. love to chit-chat their fucking bunkmate. Dude, people be chit-chatting. I was watching a lot of Forensic Files last night, as oh. I do, and, like, there's, like, I don't remember the context of the episode, but I just feel like anytime I watch those shows, there's always, like, in my run of episodes, there's always, like, two or three where they're, like, but then they're inmate in the jail, <laughs> came forward with some shocking information about the confession and then it's like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah i don't know it's i don't know so what kind well. of <laughs> but so okay they're starting to be like okay well this guy's been talking about it for years mm-hmm. so this is like a premeditated theft okay obviously um they're kind of going down that path now and almond another quote from him he said quote This guy knew where I lived. He knew my kids' names. He actually attended a concert, and I hope he enjoyed the concert. Oh, man. He's like, this was a very, very premeditated incident that was on this guy's mind for at least five or six years. What an odd and specific thing to be obsessed with, like, stealing. So... What a weirdo. Now that... Allah and Salah Hayden are in custody. They searched Salah Hayden's apartment and police found a scrapbook containing general articles and pictures about the Stradivarius instrument. There was one from Milwaukee Journal Sentinel from 2008 about the Lipinski finding a home in the city with Frank Almond. So six years before this happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Not at the scrapbook. Yep. Might as well have just tacked him up on the wall. Yeah, with the string. Jesus. (laughs) Literally. And nine days after the robbery, so very quick turnaround, Mm -hmm. Salah Hayden led investigators to a Milwaukee home with a borrowed ladder from the SWAT team. Chief Bass climbed through a crawl space into the attic and retrieved the violin and bows wrapped in a baby blanket inside an old suitcase. Oh. And because it's Christmas, I was just like, you'll find a child wrapped in a manger. What was that an, an impression a, of? Uh, that's Jesus. Oh, that's I'm, how they found. That's what the, they anyway, just found him? Um, my, well, <laughs> Jesus lesson, the angel told the shepherds that they would find a baby wrapped and lying in a manger. And that oh. was their savior. Oh, 
So when they found it like this, I was like, this is so biblical, Milwaukee. What's that going on? That is a little on? biblical. And a blue blanket. I don't like the baby blanket part. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was a little troubling detail for me, but continue on. Yeah. So Bass said, I am by no means a violent expert, but because of our training, I could make an informed opinion that this, in fact, was Lipinski, and it appeared to be in great shape. Phew. Okay. I like this. They're like, this, this is a violin, and this guy says he steals things. Uh, this is probably it. Funny. Okay, yeah. I was I'm... like, maybe look for the words Stradivarius on there somewhere. <laughs> it's labeled. Instruments be like that. Maybe just look at it for a sec, but it's Hello. fine. He goes, like, guys, we found it. He brings out like a violin that you get like in like it says, elementary like, Yamaha school. On the side. Yeah, the one that you get in like the fourth grade when you have to decide like what instrument you want to play in the band or the orchestra. My first alto saxophone was a Yamaha, and I was like, damn, they're this all Yamaha. They're all Yamahas. It's so I played funny. the violin for approximately eight months until. I was so bad and I couldn't stand the sound of my own violin Screeching, playing yeah. and it was so embarrassing that I sounded like that even though I was literally like what how old are you in fourth grade 10 like nine. not even um so then I quit my mom was like thank you thank god she was like oh my god that is so <laughs> funny but then I picked an even more annoying sounding instrument to be bad at the flute <laughs> They're like screeching or high witch, like whistling. What is it going to be? Yeah, it's like both are beautiful when they are played correctly, They're not like, by like a, a young tween. No. <laughs> Incredible. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> this so, is crazy. Yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> this is nuts. So it was said also that when Salah Hayden was arrested, he was like, I knew you guys would be coming for me, you know. Because I'm a master art thief. Oh, homie, it was like yeah. nine days. And How masterful yeah. are you? You got Literally. caught so crazy. And the cops were like, okay, uh, we've never heard of you, so whatever. Master art He's thief. like, I'm a master art thief. And that was like his little bit that he held to the end. He's like, I'm a master art thief, but let me lead you to where I... He showed his trophy case and it's just like a trophy that he made and it says master art thief. Master Number art one thief. art thief. Or it's like, you know, in like... Um, what the fuck? I think it's in um I think it's in um Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. where like Timmy's dad goes to like his trophy room and there's like an empty display yes, case. Yes. And he's like, the day I steal it from yeah, Dinkelberg. Yeah. <laughs> so he just walks in and it's just says master art thief in an empty display case in a spotlight. He like dusts it. He like preps it every night. He's like, this he's is like, where it would go. He's like, you will soon be filled, you my soon. darling spot. I will soon be master art thief. <laughs> that's crazy uh, that he called himself that as he's like getting caught that like was his bit. less than two weeks like, after they're like i knew I you can't. would come for me i'm a master art thief and they both of these guys I feel like that that's like arrested, a contradictory sentence they talk too much they talk they'd be talking girl i was like why do you think those people from the isabella gardner museum never got caught they, they ain't be talking they do not be talking they don't <sighs> they didn't sell it they were like trading underground like, no, no one speaks of this. They're like, he's cutting hair and he's like, yeah, you know, that's my guy who stole that violin the other day. They're Wait, like, his, he, he renamed his salon Master Art Thief. Master Art, Master. Master Hair Thief. Master Hair Thief. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so in May of 2014, so a few months later, Ala pleaded guilty to felony robbery for his role in providing the stun gun. Okay. That he gave to Salah Hayden. And he is currently serving a three and a half year prison term. 
Um, so I, he might be out now. No, yeah, I feel like that's mm-hmm. more than three years. Yeah, for sure. And last November, th- this is I'm quoting this from when it was happening. Um, we're gonna reboot that. So, Allah spending three and a half years prison. Salah Hayden was sentenced to seven years in prison. Okay. After pleading guilty to the theft as well. Okay. So Chief Bass said, quote, My opinion is that the robbery was all about the reward money. I believe Salah Hayden's intention was never to sell the violin. There are only a handful of people in the entire world who could do that, and he's not one of them. Ooh, burn. Yes. And nearly two decades earlier... Saul Hayden was linked to a Milwaukee art theft and was later convicted of receiving stolen property after he tried to sell the stolen $25,000 sculpture back to the gallery years after the crime. Dude. So he stole something and was like not getting money for it on the market because he's not a trusted seller. I want to have like this confidence. Like, where's and he's like calling the gallery. He's like, yo, so I have acquired the sculpture you're missing, and I want you to pay me for it, girl. So he was caught previously. They're like, he's like, he's like, I am calling you about this ransom. Here are my demands. Literally, and the museum was like, they're like, anyway, we'll put you on hold, sir. One moment, please. They're like, like, they're like, we get money from the government, anyways. Plays little violin music. And they're like, cool, the cops are on their way. Goodbye. Mew, mew. Yeah. Do me- I f- assume museums have some of those, like, uh, panic buttons. Oh, like for a, sure. Like a bank. Dude, you know Don't they- Don't you think? Absolutely. Have if you, I, like, have if you I, ever like, seen- breathe, if my hair gets, like, over the little velvet line, line like, the lasers that they, they have like, now? come over and they're like, how fucking dare you breathe? Do not breathe on this. Oh, for sure. They jump on you. I- So funny. I pissed off someone in the- Mm, the fine the boston fine arts oh museum, the, um, the museum of fine arts that one what's it the mfa the mfa um yep there we go museum of fine arts okay <laughs> had it right i don't know what i did though like i i even after he had yelled at me i did mm-hmm. i was like what did i do i was just kind of standing looking mm-hmm. and he came over and he goes back up back up back up but i was like there was i was not anywhere near the line mm-hmm. he yelled at me so crazy i was so afraid for my life i was like <laughs> They should I, get these people to be bouncers in like bars and stuff yeah, because they they're should. very intense and they yes, look they like should. men in black. Exactly. I remember <laughs> going to the Louvre. Yeah. Oh god. And see, I couldn't go to a place like that. I'd be but like, the Don't. funny thing is, is like there's so much priceless art everywhere, but it sounds like there's a fire constantly because they'll sound like <laughs> alarms will go yeah. off everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. And so you hear an alarm and you're like, fuck, like where is that? You're like, ah, this place is on fire. And there's like another one. You're like, oh my god, do I have to evacuate? And it's just people crossing and getting too close to paintings yeah it's like when someone beeps at like that beeps and you're like was that at me was that me was that at me yeah literally walking out of a grocery store and you set the alarm off you're like fuck so many scenarios where i feel this emotion so yeah so salah hayden caught previously trying to do art theft so he's like i'm a master art thief yeah and for this he claimed to have been coerced by an Asian crime syndicate Girl, what? that he made contact with and performed various activities for over the years. In this case, he said they wanted him to take the Lipinski to Chicago, presumably for eventual transport to somewhere else. But he said he had changed his mind because he could not bear for the priceless instrument to leave its rightful home in Milwaukee. Um... But you still taste someone and stole it? That makes no sense. 
So obviously the cops didn't buy it. And seven years prison. Boom. Done. Goodbye. Wait, I have a question. Mm -hmm. So Uni's only like involvement in the crime was the like providing of the taser or was he like involved in like the scheming of it all he was he was charged for the scheming and the like providing okay yeah because i was like that's kind of like a long time for like providing a weapon Mm -hmm. yeah no Um, so he was very much like he was involved but he just like wasn't there yeah exactly okay in the end chief bass said the stradivarius robbery scheme was anything but sophisticated The taser was only good for one shot, and on a winter night when people wear heavy coats, it was more luck than skill that the weapon found its mark. Still, Salah Hiding conducted extensive surveillance on Almond, and he knew where he and his family lived, and Mm. the crime was clearly premeditated. Almond, who had been playing Lipinski since 2008 on loan from an anonymous donor, a.k.a. the original collector of that violin, who was Mm -hmm. like, play it in the symphony for me. (laughs) He was thrilled to get this violin back obviously oh, yeah. he said quote this was a fairly violent and traumatic event for me and my family but there were silver linings as well in large part because of the unbelievable police work and cooperation between the milwaukee police department and the fbi which is like unheard of yeah um i will be indebted to all uh sorry i will be indebted to all of them for the rest of my life so yeah of course no he was freaking out fully yeah that this was taken from him yeah but also who expects to be tased carrying their instrument. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like a lot of, mm, I feel like in my head, I would, if like an I was carrying an instrument of that worth, mm-hmm. don't like people like handcuff it to themselves or mm-hmm. some shit. Is that, isn't that a thing or is that like a movie thing? Because no, I feel like, like that's thing. like kind of people like People will also do that with like briefcases yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, because like you could just very easily do something. Like he could have I'm happy that that guy was so dumb and not like more violent, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because like, especially if he knew where he, his like schedule and knew where he lived and his kids and shit like that. That's, his kids he could have got scary. Well, he could have, yeah, he really could have. Like that could have been like, I'm sure that added to the trauma of like mm-hmm. all the possibilities. Like he kind of got out of there unscathed like, almost. You don't know you're a target until something happens, you know, yeah. and that's spooky. That's terrifying. Yeah. And when the violin was stolen, Allman said, quote, the community really came together and saw what kind of a cultural treasure was in their midst. Now with all the publicity surrounding the case and as Lipinski celebrates its 300 birthday in 2014, mm-hmm. He explained, people want to hear the violin. There's an interest in hearing the violin played live and not just locally. So people are like wanting to keep it alive. Mm -hmm. And to cap it off, the craziest part about this story is that it is one of at least three very familiar thefts involving a Strad violin. Wow. All belonging to past virtuosos, passed down through generations, and being stolen and sold to anonymous people and collectors. And like these players are like symphony players yeah. that are being targeted. I will have to get into some of these other like cases and mysteries because some of them are still not solved after being missing for like 35 years. That pissed me off so bad. But I chose this one because I was like, I need a solved case. No, yeah, this one's crazy. To like round off the year. Yeah. If not, I would be so... I can't end this year on an enraged note. <laughs> Wait, this is our last episode of uh Of the year? Oh my God, we end on an even number? A whole we even did, number? Oh, we did that shit. Oh, we did that shit. Hell so yeah. So yeah, so that was the solved mystery 
of the missing Milwaukee Lipinski Strad violin and the way Milwaukee came together after Jeffrey Dahmer, apparently. Wow. That's amazing. How did you find that story? Dude, I was like, I went on the search for um, missing cases. And then I was like, like missing musician and then you kind of like went got into missing instruments kind of there was like something i like didn't type missing instruments but like i came across the original case which is the one that's still unsolved after 35 years and then you just kind of and they're like oh this has happened in three other cities wow in the u.s at least Mm -hmm. and one of them is solved and it was so recent 2014 i know i was like whoa i was like we were 10 years ago girl yeah and i'm like trying to like remember if oh yeah (laughs) i know in my head i was like wow like actually almost to the date because it would have been in january yeah (gasps) crazy happy anniversary happy anniversary (laughs) i hope you're doing Um, okay mr almond mr almond you're probably still playing it frank almond frank almond he okay every time he said it i'm like that is an amazing name he has a great website it's so beautiful to look at it's so professionally done i was like you are a concert master aren't you i was like work i love frank almond frank almonds frank almond but yeah so he's still kicking it wow kicking booty with that violin it's still being played there's like a picture of him though um and i'll have to like put it on the instagram but Mm -hmm. i don't know if he always took this violin home because underneath like in the concert hall there's like a safe basement where they lock oh. away a lot of the instruments. Yeah. So there is literally a picture of him standing with the violin inside of a jail cell that looks like a dungeon. <laughs> oh, God. And they're like, this, this is like, where... That's safe. <laughs> literally where he keeps it. Yeah. Except to take out and practice and then to put back away. Wow. So I wonder if since the incident, like, he's not allowed to take it out of one building and maybe there's, like, heightened security on it. I feel like it's probably not even not allowed. He probably just doesn't want to. Like, yeah. I would not... After something like that, I would not walk around with anything like that. True. I'd put it in like a something else. Well, it makes me think of like everyone's seen like when I say everyone when I'm talking to like the one person that doesn't watch movies. Hey. Have you seen Ocean's <laughs> Eleven? Is that the one with all the ladies? The newest one is. I've only seen the one with all the ladies. Yes. Okay, cool. And like I you know how they're like airplane. <laughs> boom. Well, you know how there's like the, the jewelry thief, right? Like they're they're Kinda. doing the I was heist really for the ha- I was really stoned when I watched this. You're like, <laughs> I got a deal getting on this plane I first. I can't fly. <laughs> but like the whole part was like even with like they use someone famous. Like mm-hmm. the jewelers want their pieces to be shown on the red carpet. Okay. Even by famous people. Yeah. But the the jewelry has to be returned to them yeah yeah and there's this whole com- like security yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, process mm-hmm. so that's what i was thinking with this like violin like yeah yeah like he is the famous person who gets to play it but there's someone like watching it and like Always. receiving it back yeah yeah as like a security <laughs> measure mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. i just think is like damn that's so intense. heisty i know it really is <sighs> except he did it in like the most hooligan way yeah what the fuck like that I, was like that's like cartoonish yeah i also didn't know that tasers like like when you fire it like little tags and stuff can fly off like confetti from i also didn't know that i know the that weaponry. there are some ta- tasers that kind of also have like similarly to like the thing on clothes like an mm-hmm. ink pack kind of yes. thing um i think that's like newer though i, I don't think, think it's that's newer. like i also didn't know that like you'd be able to like once it like shot out with like the prongs that like once it got in you or stuck on something like that tears off like it can tear off and that's what happened that's how they found him yeah so that's like 
that's good to know for all y'all out there, I guess. That if you get tased and that little jellyfish tentacle is still in you, you can get them. Ew. I know. Yeah, crazy though, right? No, that's an amazing case. That was a really good one. I liked that story a lot. That was Protect awesome. Protect the instruments. I feel like both of our uh, our final episodes of 2023, like our final solos, are pretty some of our best. They're rocking. I think so. Speaking of rocking, you doing anything for New Year's? Mm, partying? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that reminds me. Because partying it's, hard because it's um, dicks rocking. New Year's, miss, yeah, but I miss him. I yeah, no, he was he was good, ish. No, he was terrible, but only because he was like ninety thousand years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, he was just like old. I I think in the first or second episode, I was told the story of like how my mom yes. was always just be like heartbroken that she kept she she made it seem like in her head like they were like holding holding him at like gunpoint to like do this New Year's show. I'm like, mom, he probably likes it. Like. He, he, like, I feel so bad. She's for like, him. why do they make him do this every year? He's he's struggling. I'm like, mom, he likes it. It's fine. He's like, this is the one time I get let out of the home yeah, all year. He does. He did kind of in his in his final in his final days Those look like rough. he was struggling. Those are rough. Quite a bit. But also in our final days, let us let us maybe be on live television. I want to have a rocking New Year's yeah, in what my the final. Fuck? Days. That's a great final days, if you ask me. I agree. Um, to end on a funny note. <laughs> um it's very slow at the cafe right now because all the students are gone yeah and it's the holidays so sure. no one's really here and like my managers like i was uh the only female on staff today for a majority of the time which isn't important other than this joke okay because all the guys are like oh man like i should really get to work and stop dicking around and i promptly responded like oh man yeah i should get back to work and stop vagging around <laughs> And I walked yeah, away. I love it. I love it. Turn it right back on him. Turn it right back I like, on yeah, him. I, I like it. Vagging around, and I walked away. I'm gonna start saying in that. My That's midst, awesome. I was like, that was one of the best things I've ever said. I'm gonna start vagging around, guys. Mic drop, and everyone's like, "What?" I was like, "You're yeah, gonna stop see? dicking around. I'm gonna stop vagging around." I guess. It's like, see, not so fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're afraid of vag? Hmm. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Oh. oh god well that's fun um it's weird to like uh not have to talk ourselves back up after one of like after recording an episode you know because at the end we're usually struggling to we're be struggling. like let's find something fun to talk about oh wait but you wanted to end it all the same what was your idea you wanted oh to- oh, yes. oh oh our little oh did i just unplug that okay no i didn't no you're good um hold on you're like oh that's right yeah I wanted to do our little song of the week. Yes. Oh, should I bring up my... Yes, please. My... I also probably... I need to use my phone to do mine. Um, oh, don't day. It's recording us. Oh, that's right. Hi, recording. Okay, let's um, see. I haven't... Also, I apologize for, like... I hope that it's not coming through the mic, but, like, my stomach has been, like, making yeah. the most insane sounds for the past, like, hour. It's all the banana. It's, like, it's going... Like that. All right. Well, this is a. Um, oh, you're doing the super super fan. <laughs> this is so real. Oh, I love it. Okay. 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 So my. <laughs> oh God. No, it's just great. Okay. So this week, my vibe. It says feeling like a smooth jazz connoisseur sipping on martinis and swinging. Hashtag classy groove. 
Hashtag classy groove. But my three top songs. Okay. And if this isn't the way to round off the year, I don't know what is. Okay. So Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Classic. Which Andy we talked Williams. about last what week. What up, homie? Uh, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Okay. Which relates yeah. to our Phil Spector yes. thing. And my personal favorite. Okay. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Such an insane version of the yeah, song where he goes, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows so when he... you're awake. Santa Claus, Santa Claus coming. Santa Claus coming to town. Who does that? Who, why is he pronounce it like that? that? He was the first, like, uh, you know how people now are all about the uh, singing in cursive. Before singing cursive, it was just like enunciating things odd. Yeah, like Bruce really putting really putting the stress on the wrong vowel. So awesome. Let me also, grab my phone. Like, I want to do the mine. Melody. Also, on the topic of that song in particular, the beginning of the song, he goes, "Everyone been good good this year. <laughs> Everyone been practicing." And they're like, "Woo!" He's like, "That doesn't sound too promising." Because <laughs> <laughs> it's live. It's all live. And then he turns to like his saxophone player. He's like, Clarence, you've been practicing until Santa bring you a new saxophone. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> it gets me no. every fucking time. No, it is too funny. Stop it. Yeah. I fully, like, last week driving home oh from my, my cafe's holiday party, like, after like drinking five of my espresso martinis, was I... like blasting that song in the car, which is probably why. It has come up on my top three songs. This one, this like doesn't seem accurate to me. I feel like I've listened to different music this week. Like, I don't think this is accurate. All right. Well, hit me with it. This one says feeling like a smooth velvet blanket wrapped in R&B goodness, which, yes, that's true. That's That's very true. But your top Um, songs? Feature Me by Flo, Love Language by Kalani, and Snooze by SZA. Okay. Which I feel like. I do listen to those songs, yeah. but I feel like I listen to other songs more. I was going to pull up a different song for my song, song of, of the, the week. week. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I've been really into um, Tate McRae lately. Mm. Um, I do have a little bit of like a some feelings about her rise to fame because I think Tanache is in like the same lane as her mm-hmm. and she also dances and sings very well she's not getting these accolades but that's neither here nor there (laughs) clearly not um biased in this ring not biased but it's just like opinionated (laughs) i just like justice for tanache you know what i mean think later Ooh, it's really good it's really good it's like the title track of her song i believe or of her album i believe but she, I just like, I'm glad like the pop girlies are dancing again. You know what I mean? Yes, the full uh, there's, like, performance. Yeah, it's kind of just like I want her desperately to get like a Britney Spears head mic so she can really go ham. But she's like <sighs> the eating, Libby Lou mic. She's like eating them up out there, and it's like good for her. Good for her. I love it here. Bring the pop star back. I just, like, I need, like, the pop star with the whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, the recent main pop girlies, love them all, no hate. But, like, 
not a lot of them have been good dancers. Yeah, why no dance? I like the like triple threat, you know? Yes. I'm like, I need the vocals and I need the dancing That's to be so like on, you know, I need. Early 2000s of us. I, it really is. We're but like our age I, here. No, but it's like, that's like a fun era of oh, pop music because like, it's like, I, I don't love know. a show. Yeah. You just only, you're putting, you're performing. And intently, like, yes. You're like, like fucking performing. And like, obviously Beyonce has been doing this, that for mm-hmm. quite a long time. But like, I wouldn't consider her like a main pop girly because she's just like in a new in yeah. a way higher level and she's been around for yes. so long doing all of that so like don't think i'm excluding miss thang but like no she's on her own she's in, she's she's not own universe, yeah own yeah planet. she's in her no one is competing with her no. at all no. to be a main you no. can't um see you were a dancer i am not so as i sit here on my bed being like they don't dance as I literally cannot dance. No, it's like, it's one thing to be like, Miss Ariana Grande, she like doesn't try to dance. Really, she like has some moves that mm-hmm. she does sometimes. That That's fine, I guess. But then when like some pop girlies, they try to try to do some dancing. Mm. And then I'm like, maybe let's cut that part. Just maybe like, that's, yeah. You don't need like, to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's part of a fun show. It's very early 2000s. And I think... Bring her back, you know? Bring her back. We need a new, we need a new, like, era of, like, performers. I would also like a dancing boy band, if that's too much to ask. I am, I'm done with the boy bands, I think. <laughs> I'm just like, thinking of NSYNC. Um, yeah. Anyway. I just watched NSYNC's uh, Hot Ones episode. Oh, I watched that with you. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was odd. Uh, <laughs> weird weirdos weirdos i just like ever since someone made the connection between um uh jet i almost said jesse mccartney why did i say that i'm sorry i'm thinking of like early 2000s men justin timberlake and will schuster from glee like I, it's ruined justin timberlake for me no! like fully like i cannot look at him like performing or anything Without thinking about it. Also, well, he's being fucked up to Britney Spears about this memoir thing. I was so like, say, he's we need to read. extra super on my shit list. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry we need to read this memoir ASAP. I know. I need to be informed. Should we do that? Should we try Book to listen club? like over the next? Um, yeah, over the next like. I'm let's, probably gonna listen to it. Okay, TBH. I want to read it. Okay. So let's let's do that in the new year. Let's, let's have do that a in the new year. Club. We'll have a book club. I'll probably listen to it pretty quickly and i won't want we'll to maybe we can have an episode dedicated to it <gasps> that would be fun that could be fun um at zach we'll do that on our patreon that it doesn't exist yet but may oh exist God. maybe later. we could have zach read it as well <gasps> book club, he would book never club. well he should <laughs> i'd be like you can come on if you read this book only if us. you read this book that is your next ticket on and he'll probably bite zach we know you too well i know he wants he wants to be on mic so bad so bad all right well we love you guys we love you so much happy holidays and happy happy new year happy new year hey wow 2023 happened it happened it happened and now it It happened (laughs) and now we are moving on yeah let's um it's gonna be it'll be a good year i have good feelings let's hope for a better year in 2024 just all around the world yeah i hope your chakras and your stars and your angel numbers align sure and totally um you go to the gym if you want and you eat what you want and you go where you want yeah and you quit that job that you hate yeah do that and you get that job that you want absolutely and you leave the people you hate yeah 
and maybe you kiss someone. Okay. Yeah, like I'm that, hoping that for all of you guys. Like, not unwarranted. Like, no, ask. yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Unless it's like a notebook moment. <gasps> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you can also smooch for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe get a dog this year. I don't know. <gasps> Maybe go to therapy this year. <gasps> I think that's should be on everyone's Maybe list. Maybe go to therapy and get a dog. Unrelated. Therapy dog or not. But, my, you know, my therapist just said that I should get a dog. And I'm like, can you say that again so my boyfriend can hear it? Can you say this into my recorder so I can show everyone? Yeah, exactly. Like, play it back. No, literally. Click. I'm like, yeah, I know, Bestie. Thank you. Thanks, Bestie. Um, all right. Well, we'll see you in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you hear us, we'll be we'll different. Be- We'll see. We'll see you guys next year. Ew, <laughs> gross. How does how does Dick Clark end it? I don't know. Yeah, rockin' New Year. Yeah, rock. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh, not the Bruce Springsteen. I read me the song. I totally read a song. Like what you hear, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, rate and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tell us what you think on our Twitter or Instagram at Record Crimes Pod. Have a suggestion or something you want to hear on the podcast? Send us an email at recordcrimespod at gmail.com.